This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Oh my god! Alright, that's the end of that joke. (laughs) (laughs) What's up everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. With me this week is Greg Miller. Hey! Craig Harris is here. How's it going? And Arthur Geese is here. Hello. Arthur Geese of the Medal of Honor Geese's Geese-eye. Uh, Take a little flack from that, the New Hampshire geese. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, It's Arthur's turn to take flack for a review. We all take turns. The IGN editors take turns. I took it for uh, Castlevania. I don't know what my flack would be. Kirby. Mm. No. It's coming coming right (laughs) now. You you had the temerity to give Metroid a 8.5. That's true. I was on the high side. Uh, Temerity is a word that has never been spoken on GameScoop. That's true. (laughs) Greg took a little fuck for Mafia, I believe. Mafia 2. Yeah. I'm just saying. You recently or ever? What? I mean, Lair was my biggest flack parade oh, ever. Okay. Yeah. I'm just thinking of recent okay. things. Oh, uh, New Super Mario Brothers. Wii. Yeah. Where I, gave, mm. I did not give it a 9. Yeah. yeah. I think you got flack for Lair for deliberately trolling. I did not deliberately <laughs> troll. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, just to refresh everyone's memory, what did you give Lair? I gave it a 4.9. And what was the studio that made Factor that Factor 5. Yeah, okay. That was the best <laughs> NeoGAF think- thread that ever, because as soon as the score went up, then it was immediately they had the image. <laughs> Factor, Factor 4.9. 4. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's perfect. Brilliant, brilliant, bitter children on yep. NeoGAF, but I love them. Love <laughs> this isn't the first time I've gotten flack on an IG interview. No. I mean, I gave Lost Planet a 6. It will not be the last. Probably not. People uh, keep releasing bad games. <laughs> <laughs> they keep getting greenlit and published. Medal of Honor, uh, you described it as one of the biggest disappointments of the year. Uh, yes, I did. So, fill us in. <laughs> that, that is correct. That is uh, 100% correct. With what went wrong? 
Uh, well, let's see. I, I think asking EALA that question would be more appropriate, considering they Can we had... get them on the on the line here? Yeah, yeah that'd be good. They, so they could explain to me how they took three years to make a game that takes four hours to play and is filled with bugs. Has it been three years since Airborne? Yes. I so, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I did Not notice plus. in your review you said that it was, there were two different engines. One was being one yes. was uh, handled by Dice, and one was handled by. Yes. The, really, is, is, is it was it a hard divide? Like was it? You they could are tell literally different, different games. Yeah. Uh, we got review. You're code. talking about the single and multiplayer. Yes, we got review code on a debug before we got retails. Uh, and the the debug the the debug software for an Xbox 360 will just show like executables on discs. Right. And there were two different executables for multiplayer and single player. You have it a weird a, syllable for executables. I say executables. Okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, I could have just installed multiplayer and just played that. Uh-huh. Uh, so they are completely different games, uh, and it doesn't feel like, ironically enough, it doesn't feel like either of them were in the oven long enough. <laughs> of course, the PS3 version is the best version, because it comes with Frontline, uh, which is player, a good game. Uh, Frontline did not age gracefully. Everybody loves Frontline. <laughs> what is Frontline? Uh, that Medal of Honor Frontline. Medal of Honor. It was that, with that? Yeah. Was that the first PS2? Medal of Honor? Was it? I, I played I it, remember. but I just don't remember where it fell anymore. In the the funny thing about that is that you have to install the entire 4 gigabyte game on your PS3, mm-hmm. and you have to have the disc in to play it. That's, well, that makes that's sense. digital right management yeah, right there. That makes right. sense. That, we don't want to be managing your rights to play that. <laughs> um, the, the single player for PS3 actually is fine uh, compared to the 360 version. They're more or less the same. Uh, but multiplayer, there's some minor performance issues on PS3 that aren't in 360. I know, I know. Now there was some. There's been controversy about Medal of Honor even before, even right. before your review. Uh, yeah. Put, put EA out of business. Um, <laughs> Stock prices plummeting. <laughs> I mean, that actually happened. That was yeah. crazy. Um, but uh, the the Taliban was in the in, in the in the the Taliban is in the game. Uh, yeah. And they were called the Taliban in the multiplayer, so players were able to play as the Taliban and kill U.S. soldiers. Yes. A lot of people didn't think that was cool. So at the last minute. EA changed the name of the Taliban to Opposing Forces. Uh-huh. And Greg is wearing a t-shirt <laughs> yeah, right now. Two game scoops again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I talked about how uh, much how stupid this was. Everybody still knew they were the Taliban. <laughs> so then it, the jokes of the robot hiding in the sand coming and up to fight people. With now them. you're wearing a shirt about a Half-Life expansion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, a listener out there, he uh, took it to heart and made the t-shirt I think I proposed on the game. Yeah, exactly. Scoop. Verbatim. Yeah, so the front of the shirt says Opposing Force, and then on the back it says... Haha, ha, tr- or what is it? I tricked, <laughs> I tricked you! you. <laughs> Exclamation, I'm the Taliban. And it has a game scoop. And it has like, pictures of Taliban, of Taliban people. I can I, only imagine what I get when I walk down the I street. Know, I think it's ballsy of you to wear that out and about. A oh, shirt that says, I'm the Taliban. This is I, San Francisco. I, I really don't think uh, it's a problem. I, I made it. It's, it's probably it's, it's probably first and last debut. Or first and last time being worn, too. Because he, this delightful listener was comedic enough to think that I wear a large. Mm. So I'm sure as soon as I wash this, it will shrink to nightshirt size. And well, just book. don't, uh, you know, don't dry it. Nightshirt. Why would you do that for the night? <laughs> <laughs> but here's the good thing about this shirt, Dan, yeah. is that he is selling them to fans. If you oh. want to buy your own opposing shirt, for shirt, usually we wouldn't pimp someone just using our jokes and selling them. However, <laughs> if for every purchase that is made, I think he's selling them for 20 bucks because that's how much it Cafe yeah, prices. Kind of uh, if you get it, he will donate to Extra Life because we're doing Extra Life this weekend for yeah, the Children's cool. Miracle Network. You can go to tinyurl.com/scoopshirt, which will take you to the Ooh, blog man. post about the shirt, and in my comments is the information about buying it. I will go in and update that if I remember. Of course, I said I was going to remember to bring down the actual details on where to go for the shirt, and I forgot <laughs> to do that. So chances are, uh, you could try looking it up on work. the the spiffy new mobile IGN site on your phone. Uh, does that get to our my IGNs though? I don't know. It can. Problem. 
Does it show comments on there? Listeners, oh, no, it doesn't show comments. Listeners, if you if you haven't checked it out yet, the new yeah. IGN mobile site is really cool. Yeah, really and they're cool. constantly evolving that thing, too. It is. It's really funny. good. You, don't, if you read reviews on that, you don't have to see comments. Yeah. I might just do that from now on. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned uh, Extra Life. Uh, we might as well remind everybody yeah, what's yeah. going on with that tomorrow. Uh, it's a 24, tomorrow at 8 a.m., mm-hmm. which is Saturday. Oh, sorry, yeah. We record this on Friday. Sorry, so, yeah, Saturday, October 16th. I, oh, this isn't live? I, was thinking, I thought we were live. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, tomorrow at 8 a.m., Saturday at 8 a.m., we start playing video games for 24 hours straight. Everyone in this room is doing it. I'm kicking it off with Goldeneye. You are? I'm going to play Crazy. with you, I think. If, uh, at what, 8 in the morning? Yeah, 8 yeah. in the morning. Hopefully, we'll get people to play because this is only multiplayer. It, and I'm really we hoping get, we're going to We have 15 editors in the office playing. Yeah. More than 75 IGN fans have joined Team IGN to support the Children's Miracle Network. They I are guarantee- playing across the nation. I guarantee you the first 20 minutes is everyone going, I need to fix my controls. I don't want to use this? Wii Pointer. I want to use it, the, have, the you, have you unlocked the helicopter pilot? Can I be the helicopter pilot? That has always been my character. Well, it's a multiplayer-only build, and uh-huh. so everything that's in multiplayer is unlocked, so uh-huh. we, can, we can play paintball mode and Ooh, stuff like that. Ooh, so. you're going to have some fun with that. Yeah, I'm excited. This is going to be a fun time. <laughs> Arthur, you ready? I'm going to play Fallout New Vegas for a big part oh, of it, I think. You son of a gun. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm in a dilemma, and you guys can help me, even though you'll just tell me to do what I want, which is good advice. Uh, I want to platinum many. Like I, I want to platinum many games. I want to get many platinum trophies. Many, many, many games. I just need one trophy or two, so it's just a couple hours of work I need to put into them or whatever. However, I just got SmackDown, so I just want to play SmackDown. There may be more Fallout coming in this week. Maybe I just want to play Fallout. What do I do, Damon? Exactly what you this said. This is a do dilemma. It, do what, what do you I do? do? Yeah. Oh my god, I'm Use having so toes. much fun. We're gonna have so much fun. Uh, remember, you can watch the live stream on ign.com. You, you can jump right to the page if you go to tinyurl.com/slash/extra-ign. You can also donate to our pages there. Arthur and I, we creamed our goals. So actually, I I Jesus. Yeah, I, I set my bar extremely low because I didn't think anyone was gonna donate, but I think I crossed 500. Yeah, 500 bucks. Uh, I actually yesterday. bumped mine up thinking that no one would do it, and I just I crossed the threshold for that. So yeah. that was pretty cool. Our fans are awesome. Huh? Yep. They yeah, they sure. to them. So watch it. We'll have uh, exclusive games. Or not exclusive, but you know, unreleased games on there. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to be uh, playing two games that I'm reviewing next week. DJ Hero 2 and Super Meat Boy. Super Meat Boy is good. It is yeah. good. And uh, But don't take our word for it. We're going to give away a copy of Super Meat Boy to one of, more, to a Super Meat Boy to one of the listeners. Is on it out yet? This no, it's podcast. out next week. It's not out oh yet. Oh my gosh. So, GameCube listeners are going to have, have you, an early copy of Super Meat you're Boy. You're giving here. away your exclusive review right now. Uh, and that already actually already, already happened. So, oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I can these, show you uh, an awesome Super Meat Boy commercial when we're done. What's that? I know some people that made a Super Meat Boy commercial for him, and it's awesome. <laughs> um, I'm not going to give away. I'm going to give away this code in uh, segments, uh, as, as was suggested by Craig Harris. Xbox Live codes are so, are so long. I can't read all 25 digits all at once. Greg we got Miller. things to do, Damon. I, I got a show to listen to. Yeah. Uh, so this is a code for Super Meat Boy. It comes out next Wednesday, but uh, listen to this podcast and uh, you'll get an early copy of it. It starts with VVWHC and more of that will come later on. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Getting back to Medal of Honor. Uh, listener Jared oh, Owen. Oh, there's a photo in the stack. David got a photo. <laughs> oh, the mail's going to be good. We have to wait till the very end. Oh, it is goodness. really good. Oh, and I, you spoiled it. I saw it. It was a shark. There's a shark in there. Well, you don't know the whole thing. You don't know. That's only half the story. Oh, my gosh. The teaser. <laughs> uh, Jared Owen writes in. Uh, 
He says, I've been listening to the podcast since early episodes. I'm a huge fan. Read the review for Medal of Honor, and although disappointed because I was looking forward to this game, I respect the opinion of Arthur, and I have no doubt he reviewed it fairly. However, the fanatics out there who assume a conspiracy point out that Modern Warfare 2 got a 9.5. Arthur stated on his Twitter that he didn't review Modern Warfare 2, but if he had, it would more likely have been in the 8.0 range. With that being said, the question I want to pose to GameScoop is, when a game comes out that is going to be compared heavily to one particular title in the same genre, shouldn't the same reviewer tackle both titles? The fact that Modern Warfare 2 was given a 9.5 and Medal of Honor was given a 6 is perfectly acceptable, but also seems unfairly skewed because the two games were looked at by different reviewers. Jared, the gentleman who reviewed Modern Warfare 2 no longer works for IGN. It would be impossible. Who, who would it be? Bozon. Oh, okay, yeah. I tried he was huge to get him to come out of his... In Call of Duty, so, so yeah. yeah. And he was also wrong about Modern Warfare 2, <laughs> so that's fine. I mean, I also compared it to Bad Company 2, which I did review earlier this year, and uh, I gave that a 9.5. Yeah. Because Bad yeah. Company 2 is. But remember, a review is a, a one person's opinion exactly. on this thing. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, you know, sure. Boson's opinion for Call of Duty was 9.5. Your your review of, you know, Medal of Honor was 6. It's, right. But, you know, it just, mm-hmm. that's just and what it is. One of us was right, and the yeah. other was wrong. <laughs> God, I love Arthur. So this is, this is I just want to take a moment. I'm very happy with this podcast crew. This is a good, this is a good episode. We got a good extra life. <laughs> Coffee's helping. Where's mine? Hey, listeners. Uh, TMY9P. Man, Moving you on. just bang that out. Yeah. Uh, okay, so reviews for Medal of Honor did start coming in on Tuesday. And uh, it was amazing. EA shares fell 6% that day, like almost instantly. Yes, they did. On these, they, uh, on these bad reviews. I haven't paid much attention because, you know, I just go to IGN for all my information. I only want it from one source. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what were the other reviews like for Modern Warfare? I think it's Metacritic Metal average right now is 75 on 360. Metacritic? I'm sorry. What, can you give me the game stats average? Yeah, game I would stats. like the game <laughs> stats. <laughs> game stats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's averaging <clears throat> around a 75, a 73, right. uh, depending. So it's good. Well, by our yeah. rubric, it's good. <laughs> well. On. on Aggregator sites rubrics that's uh, mixed, I think, is what they call that. All right. All right. Uh, there were an awful lot of very positive reviews out several days before ours. No. How'd that happen? I don't know. Weird. Strange. <laughs> EA says Medal of Honor is part of a larger EA strategy to take share in the shooter category. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Today's Medal of Honor launch represents a step forward in that race. That's what they said on Tuesday. Is that the press release where they mentioned the Zoo 5 out of 5 star review? What's Zoo? Zoo is a lad mag in the UK. A what? Oh, a lad mag? Yeah. What's a lad mag? Uh, Those are the booby mags in the UK that Ah, you can buy before being 18. We like those. Uh... So despite the reviews, EA says Medal of Honor sales are off to a great start. Boom. In your face, Arthur. Uh, publisher declined to offer exact unit figures, <laughs> but says they are overwhelmingly positive. I believe reading on a gaffe thread about Medal of Honor, the PS3 player base is around ten or 12,000 right now. Okay. Um, you mean online? online? Yeah. Yeah. That's Usually, not yeah. This. What do, you, what do you think about this quote? Uh, this is again... Uh, someone at GameStop, Bob McKenzie, senior VP of merchandising at GameStop, says this underscores sales of, of Medal of Honor are are positive. So he says this underscores how video gaming has emerged as mainstream entertainment. I'm not sure. I don't know what, what that, that means. What does that mean? I don't know if that's a diss <laughs> at like review sites like yeah. ours. Like they're saying that uh, we can't like yeah. even though we could give it a game of bad review, it's st- the masses are still going to buy it. 
Yeah, I didn't think of it that way, but that actually could very well be what it means. I guess we'll just have to settle for it. I will say that the Medal of Honor box art is pretty badass. It is. It's very beardy. Yeah, I, guess, <laughs> I mean, if we can't affect sales, I guess we can just content ourselves with affecting EA's stock price. Is well, guy- <laughs> you figure it's the same thing, right? They're like, you know, when somebody puts an embargo on there, usually they... I mean, I shouldn't generalize that much. Embargoes are useful when you don't know how the product's going to be received, right? Like, if you have an awesome game, you set the embargo way early. Right. right. I mean, so, like, so maybe they were worried about Medal of Honor, they put it there. That way the kids who have a pre-order aren't talked out of it in time. Right. I will say that this is the first EA game this year, I think, that IGN has not had a review up before release date. Uh, uh, NBA Jam, they did not let me go oh. until the game came out. Okay. And that game is really good. Um, so I'm not sure exactly right. why they set some There's sort of embargo not on necessarily that. a correlation there. Activision pretty much always makes yeah, us wait until release date yeah. to put stuff up. Um, but Dante's mm. Inferno, we I did think several it, days before. Bad Company 2 was several days before. It's usually when companies are heavily focused on their you know, their public image and, and stock prices that they don't want reviews to go out. I mean, like I said, Activision is huge on you know their whether or not their stock's going to go up or down. The same thing with EA, so I'm sure that has something to do with it. They just mm. don't want... And I think I read that uh, over the last couple of months, EA's stock price has been up 15% based on bullish projections for Medal of Honor, like how well it would do. So in the event that People are getting cold feet about gotcha. how Medal of Honor is going to perform. I could see some of that scaling back. Well, they recu- correct me if I'm wrong. They recouped all the stock points when uh, Dead Space Ignition came out, right? That was uh, <laughs> where I was where I was going to go next. Yeah, banner week for EA. <laughs> I don't think a whole lot of people are waiting for Ignition though. Dead Space what? Ignition. I think R. Kelly wrote a song about it. He called it the remix to Ignition because he was waiting for it to come out. It's out this week on the PSN and Xbox Live Arcade. This is a prequel to Dead Space 2. It's you get it free if you pre-order Dead Space 2, or it's five bucks. Yeah, and, unlocks content for Dead Space 2. And the game is a 4.5. Yeah, it's not good. According to <laughs> I would not suggest playing it unless you really want that suit. Yeah. Is it, it worth free? Oh yeah, I mean that's the thing, right? A lot yeah, of kids so it's are on there, oh, it's Dead a free game. It's like yeah, it's a free game. So I'm still telling you. I mean, I don't, Dead Space Two. I think we can all agree is probably going to be freaking awesome. It looks amazing. It was so amazing if, at E3. Yeah, like I. So yeah, you. Have, no, yeah, single player. We are all in love with multiplayer. Seems to be dividing rod. I wasn't into it. I know a lot of kids. I read Come on, on man. It's Twitter versus things. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so if you really want the suit, it would be there. And if you're going to pre-order it anyway, yeah, why wouldn't you? I mean, there's trophies and achievements attached to it, so you got that too. It's something to kill time and hang out, and it's more content to play through. The story's interesting enough. The art is terrible. The, the art, art is, is awful. Horrible. Yeah. Very, horrible. Very, uh... Don't look at me like I drew it. I <laughs> no, you're an artist, Arthur. I, you should be more offended than me. I'm just some, some schlub who has no talent except yeah. crapping on other people's work. <laughs> I'm much too busy photoshopping pictures of Activision helicopters dropping money on IGN. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all that, all the cutscenes are just like concept art animated with flash. I mean, like the, the main character is this dude named Franco, and he looks different in every scene. And it's not like by choice. It's just a, a, if he wasn't the black guy, you wouldn't know who he was. It's like yeah, there's a guy on the screen, like, oh, that must be Franco. Okay. It, it peaks right at the very beginning with its uh, "that's what she said" joke, yeah, that's and then it. it's that's all the downhill from <laughs> there. See, that was so hard. That's what. And she then you said. play you play hacking mini games. Yeah, three, and none there's of them, three different versions. None of one them are that all great. boring. As one hell. of which is a complete ripoff of an art style game that came out on WiiWare. Like tracks. Yeah, like tracks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, complete ripoff. It looks like Tron. You're just racing. You can't use the D-pad either for it. You can only go up and down, but you have to use the analog stick. So pushing forward and back doesn't do anything. Hmm. Uh, it seemed like a dumb control mechanic for me. 
if you're going to be that stiff with it, I want to have stiff buttons. So it's like an Etch-a-Sketch. Yes, there you go. Yeah. Perfect. And it's like that. Yeah, like the games are boring. The voice acting was good. Like, and the story's interesting. Like, it's got. Is a, it, so is is it scary at all? I mean, Dead Space oh, no. is like a horror no, game. No, I mean, what's what's to be scary about it? You are. It's not like the necromorph ever pops up and he's got a freaking hacking panel on his face. No, it's like <laughs> you you do, you freaking turn lasers to hit other lasers, and then like, oh, here comes a cutscene for a while. And then I get to choose if I want to go to the hospital or the hostage situation, and then I'm hacking another door. Ugh. Do people die in it? Oh, yeah. People get killed. Huh? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, listen up, listeners. Life Space, Damon. Oh, it's li- what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Life Space. <laughs> That'd be a different game. Listen up, listeners. YFGWG. Uh, another big game, big review out this week is Kirby's Epic Yarn. Yes. Kirby. It comes out on Sunday. Yeah. And I'll be playing through it again uh, for the Extra Life. On this Ustream. You can watch direct feed uh, yeah. of it. Uh, direct feed on Ustream, uh, as well as, you know, after that happens, I'll have my own Ustream so I can keep playing. No, no, just watch the I may, in point of fact, not play anything and just watch the Ustream. But yes, the review just went up. Uh, we, we, we recorded the, this in the morning, and I had just published it before I came down here. And you gave it a... 9.0. That means it's good. It is. Better it's, than it's Metro. All right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Yes, I mean, I well, wait, wait, wait. You gave Metroid, Metroid eight five. Yes, eight so five. It's not like no scoffingly. Okay, you're, you're <laughs> that right. piece of crap. No, no you kidding me? An eight five? Yes, Metroid Metroid Other M is definitely a good game. At least in my opinion, I know it's kind of skewed everywhere. Yeah. Um, but in my opinion, that's a good game. But this is awesome, and and um, it's it, it's it's all about traditional platforming, but like that traditional platforming um, uh, mechanics being enhanced by like a really awesome art style that's just never been seen before. And I think that's you know that the whole thing you fold the quilts to kind of bring down the platform so you can jump on it it's awesome it's really, really so, good. it's really easy yeah originally it wasn't supposed to be a kirby game it came out this so week. yeah that, that's one of the things that people have been harping on apparently goodfield the, the team that worked on this game they worked on wario land shake, shake it, it before which it was also a yeah, really good game. Also a good game um they said that they created this concept with a, an original character and then they said that it just didn't come together nintendo during the development said hey why don't you try to put kirby in there and add their mechanics and stuff like that and they said that that's when it came together so we were like, oh, it wasn't originally a Kirby game. That means it's, he's kind of tacked I in I there. I could solve every problem that way. Just stick Kirby in it. Yeah, but he, yeah, that's the thing. Think so, it would have made Medal of Honor better? <laughs> Can you imagine yes. how awesome so, that game would have been? If Kirby was a tier one operator, I would buy that game so, again So that's again sucking again. in tanks. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. So one of my favorite Kirby games of all time is Kirby's Dream Course um, on the Super Nintendo. It's just like the miniature golf game that has Kirby mechanics. Hmm. Um that game originally didn't start out as a Kirby game either. It's it, it was going to be originally a game called um, Special Tee Shot, or just just kind of a generic Kirby's game. Kirby's Dream Course is a better name than that. Yeah, and so they added Kirby, and it totally opened up. And like you know, you would never know that it wasn't originally a Kirby game if you looked at it. And it's the same thing with Kirby's Dream uh, Dream. Uh, Epic Yarn. Also, a fun fact, Final Fantasy VII wasn't originally a Kirby game. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Awesome. Grand Turismo 5 has been delayed again, Greg. God! Oh, <laughs> I didn't know, Damon. <laughs> who did who? Who? Oh. Oh, I, who that? You've heard the rumor now about why it's been delayed. I've right? heard a lot of rumors about what, which uh, one are you the referring to? The rumor that... Um, GameCube does not comment on rumors and speculation. Official Blu-ray forums, uh, a verified Sony insider is saying that it was delayed because... Uh, Sony has now mandated that all new PS3 games release with firmware 3.5. Yeah, yeah. Because it disables the... Hacking stuff. The hack I heard that too, yeah. What's the hack? 
hacking in general. Oh, just just they, somebody the plugs fi- a hole. Somebody finally jailbreak the PS3. Like how to do they it? Keep do you have a few minutes so we can talk about it on the show? Okay, sure. <laughs> Here's a step by step process. Medal of Honor. <laughs> Medal of Honor did the same thing. It really? required a mandatory firmware update. Nice. So wait, why would that delay a game? Though? I mean, because like- they they had to delay pressing discs, and Blu-ray production is extremely impacted at this uh-huh. time of year. That's true. There's only That's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. So it. that happened, and then now they've missed that like three-day window of what was right. supposed to be their press time. So and now they're back behind a bunch of other stuff. Like seven or eight million discs. Yeah. Um, because it's and they have to go grand, in and fool the code, grand. obviously, too. I mean, to switch it over to firmwares and whatnot. Because don't they want to include that? You have to include it on the disc. Right. Like, yeah. That exactly. way, if you're w- if you're not connected, system, yeah, 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 that's not you know, it's a giant pain. This game has been coming for years and years. Like I, at my first E3 at at IGN that 2006, before yeah. the PS3 was even out, they were showing that boring as hell <laughs> footage of Gran Turismo yeah. 5. Crabs and cars. Yeah. yeah. Rage. Cars. It's rage. Remember how like, slow the cars were just going around the tracks yeah. and they're just like, meh, meh, yeah. <laughs> Gran Turismo 5. <laughs> I mean, there were other rumors that there have been videos popping up online of like cars physics going crazy yeah. and like stuff happening, but... That seems to be the main reason. If you'd like to see if the rumors are true of car physics going crazy, you can turn into uh, the IGN Extra Life stream where we're playing it <laughs> Saturday morning. Oh, are we? Yeah, yeah. Nice. So, this guy's gonna be playing that one. Yep. He'll probably be scoffing the whole time. <sighs> nice firmwares. Have you ever gotten <laughs> lost in a Gran Turismo game before, Greg? No. You? I've had several months of my life devoured by Gran Turismo three, like many years ago. See, I'm, I'm, just, not, I'm, I'm not into the whole realistic exactly. driving thing. Like I'm a burnout guy. Yeah, yeah I want to crash cars. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, in Gran Turismo 3, you could literally bounce your car off the side of the walls <laughs> to take turns. So you're the one that exploits really bad physics. Until Laguna Seca, in which case, that, that was the bane of my existence. If anyone <laughs> plays Gran Turismo in the audience, they know what I'm talking about. Greg, you, uh, you, you think Gran Turismo 5 will still make it this year? I do. I think they can't afford not to have it out. I know, because Christmas. they delayed uh, Little Big Planet 2. Yep. And if Gran Turismo 5 fell to next year, they don't have any first-party offering for... The- it's the move. Holiday. They'd be the move, right? They're trying to carry over September's move launch yeah. into speaking, the speaking, holiday success. Speaking of the move, we Yikes. have uh, MPD numbers now for September. Uh-huh. Uh, we can't talk about that, right? We can't yeah, talk about no, we did. We, we got a confirmed PS3 sales numbers this morning. Oh, okay. Um, there are... Uh, Move no move games are are, are charting well. What? Yeah. <laughs> really? I mean, from what we can tell, no move game has sold well. I don't think we have numbers for exactly how much hardware has been sold in the U.S. Do we? Mm, I think no. I read I, the factor it alluded to it at some point, but I haven't seen numbers. Uh, so, and I know that Sports Champions is included with Move. The bundle. There's yeah. a couple ways to get Sports Champions. You can buy it as a standalone. You can buy it with the I, the uh, PlayStation I, and the controller, or you could buy a PS3, PlayStation I, controller bundle, and Sports Champions yeah. together. But the Sports Champions standalone disc, like we have the numbers for it, they're, they're not good. <laughs> but the question is, like, can we say what the best-selling Move title was? Because we know that the too. best-selling Move title was iPad. Yes. Move, yeah. But even that, that sold, I'm going to tell you listeners, that sold less than 30,000 copies. Wow. So that's, Here's the thing. that's the best selling And that's a, and that's a full month of sales. Or when did it come out? Half, Mid, halfway Mid-September. Okay. I think. 17th. It was a team. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. A few days 17, of October 19th. in this too. Well, the thing, the sports a, champion number marathon, is misleading. <laughs> Just like <laughs> EA's first person shooter strategy. Don't get me wrong. I don't. I don't appreciate move. There's nothing good that you should not buy. It. There's nothing good to play with it right now. But I still think the sports champions one is a misleading one because why? That that's why would you walk into the store and sure. buy PlayStation I, I Move and not buy it in the that bundle unless sold. you already had the eye. But yeah. that's the twenty thousand that probably bought it normally or whatever. The thirty thousand. What was the number? 
Oh, no, you're talking <laughs> yeah. about something else. Yeah. You can't yeah. say the number for, yeah. play, for All right, all right. Champion. I'm just saying. The whatever below number. <laughs> Let's not number. have MPD busting down the door, I'm, sir. I, well, I'm generalizing. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever seen David Riley? He's a beefcake. Wow. Right. Beefcake! Um... So yeah, I, I, and I, don't, I just don't see any like I don't see any buzz out there for Move. No, like, I don't see I don't see ads for it. I don't hear people like Kevin my... Butler has ads. Yeah, but I'm really sick of them, and it's not a good campaign. They're they're on TV. Yeah. Well, yeah. It he moved show... in with the McGuire's. It doesn't, but it doesn't show anything that the Move's doing that the uh, we can't they hang, do. They hang out in that same house. Yeah, but I mean, it's like they're just if you <laughs> I, basically took the footage of them swinging the arm, you wouldn't know that they're playing oh, yeah. Move or or we. It's I just I feel like they're emulating the Wii an awful lot for a system that fell to third place yeah. in home console race this mm. month yeah because the it's timing actually, is everything it's, yeah. it's the whole it's the whole argument against the move and the connect in you know connects that out so i can't prove it so i'll just focus on my whole argument i've always had against the move is that it's just late to the party yeah you know what i mean and like, nintendo's nintendo even won aban- this one nintendo's even abandoning like i mean if you look at the games that are coming out now they're traditional controlling games kirby and Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah. come on yeah, I mean it's you know we hit and they started development on this and then by the time they're t- ready to launch it it's done that movement is not what it's going to be my mom is not going to run out and buy this you know yeah. and Microsoft is saying that Connect pre-orders are selling out I mean who knows that's just well, that's, that's what just the line from Sony Microsoft. was saying when really? the move was out yeah did they really yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's so hard last... to get in no, stores last month, Sony was saying move is not going to sell well right out the gate it's going to be a slow burn they were doing damage control on move before it came out. All the retweets I was seeing and all that jazz and stuff. That was and in like pushing. Business Week and stuff, they were doing damage control before movie even came out. Yeah, which was surprising because usually Sony's really bullish on everything. Hopefully, they knew that. You know, even if this they have to the future, stop doing it. Even if they have to say things like ship numbers instead of sold numbers, they're usually cheerleaders. Yep. Well, we have the the, the top ten uh, best selling games of September. None of these are move titles. Halo Reach, obviously number one, With that three point three million, and sold really well. Uh, you know, Madden is on there, of course. Uh, I was really surprised to see number ten at the very bottom. Uh, Modern Warfare Two, still one of the just, top. Yeah, yeah. so it got legs. Still one of the top ten best-selling games. People, yeah. I just, I thought everybody in the world had a copy of that game. I think like <laughs> one out of every four Xbox 360s sold is selling with a copy of Modern Warfare yeah, Two. Probably. But you didn't mention how disastrous uh, Metroid Other M is selling. Well, it's um, I mean, it's in the. It's not. It's it in is a, in the top, in the top 10. ten. It's number nine. Yeah, you know. But it's still. Like, I mean, you, know, you think that's disastrous for a Metroid for, game? For a first-party Nintendo game, absolutely. But Metroid has never been. Metroid's like a, a core game, and it's never had. It's never like one of their mainstream. And that's very true. Say that other other M sold significantly less than Metroid Prime Three did. In its first month. Okay, I don't yeah. remember what Prime's numbers were. And it was like two hundred twenty. And there was a good, there was a good campaign going on, at least in the U.S. I mean, it had a good commercial. It's, it's definitely yeah. they're definitely pushing it. You don't like it? No, stupid, lovely bones girl. Lovely uh, bones. I could see what was happening. Is that who that was? <laughs> didn't stop it. <laughs> well, look, they only have the game to work from. Sounds like a, as good as it could have been. So it's a faraway vampire. More surprising yeah. is that. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to kill myself, but I had. Uh, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Yeah. yeah. PSP was, game. PSP game in the top ten. That's where. That's where I'm like. That's how disastrous it is. Even though. Like the 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 game came out in August August 30th, so you have one day of sales that aren't on there. But I mean, if you look at the numbers, from that was last one month. day of sales that wasn't on MPD last yeah. month. Either. Yeah, um, yeah, it's surprising yeah. to see a to see a PSP game obviously chart as high as it did because we don't we can't give ex- specific numbers, but they've said enough. Yeah, to mm-hmm. imply that it sold pretty well. I and mean, it, 
It I don't know. I'm amazed that many people margin. And have an active in, PSP. You know, I'm, well, I'm amazed. The, well, okay. Uh, the interesting I'm, thing I, about the Peace Walker thing, right, in, is that this... Six-year nosedive. <laughs> <laughs> the interesting thing is, like, you know, Square did not put this one up for digital download. You could not buy this off the PSN. Ah. So I wonder how much that, you know, we all thought that was a stupid move because, you know, people like me who love the Go or have a Go and want to use that primarily are left out in the cold. But now you look at the numbers actually, you know. Unless, mm-hmm. of course, you'd jailbreak it and pirate that shit. And oh, here's course, how you I'm do that. Ice pirates. And you start. I'm just kidding. Uh, did I, you uh, did you mark down the 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 bleep there? I said poop. Uh, oh, it's okay. We're not we're not being too uh, strict about right. that anymore. All right, we need to say it then. All right, <laughs> <laughs> mittens. <laughs> mittens. The most amazing news of this week is, I think, Pirates of the Caribbean Armada of the Damned was canceled. That wow. is surprising. That, My pre-order! <laughs> this it is actually a, looked really cool. This is the Pirates action RPG that Disney was working on. It, you could choose to be an evil or a heroic pirate, and we'd seen it a couple of times, and yeah, we, everyone who saw it was like really impressed with it. It looked like a really cool action RPG with pirates, yeah, which it had is not kind something of a, we see very yeah, much of, actually. Really cool art style that kind of looked like Fable, and you know, it was like... I don't know. It's like so, fun, like action RPG. You go on quests and you. Now it's all down to Captain Blood. Exactly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was amazing. That game was in. It seemed to be coming along nicely. Uh, Clements flew up to Vancouver to the studio earlier this year to propaganda and. Uh, and that's very weird it. too because they got a movie coming out in the next uh, year and a half. Did they? So, yeah, yeah, Pirates Four. Yeah, Pirates Four is supposed to come out, and so like that would make a nice little you know t- timing would be great for that. And what what's also strange is that Tron is not looking that hot. Tron, yeah, Tron. The game right, is yeah. like so. Well, it's like, you don't want to you don't want to do some uh, jumping around platform. It's, it's a very, it's a very. Like, I played it at the event, and it's a yeah. very stiff moving um, Assassin's Creed. And yeah. um, it's, it's. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm I a love huge, me some Assassin's Creed, and I love me some Tron. And I'm the, I'm, I'm a big Tron fan, but I was kind of just going, you know what? This needs to be have, have a little bit more flair than what's going on. Um, so you know, I mean, I'm looking forward to playing it, but I don't think it's going to be anything spectacular. Yeah, there's something weird going on behind the scenes at Disney and their restructuring and stuff. I just, I, it's just so weird for them to, out of the blue, cancel this game that was looking promising. It's just strange because they they seem to be doing like going going pretty strong. Like they've been putting out some pretty solid Better stuff. product. They did Split Second, right? And they did Toy Story Three, right? Yeah. Which and was like, amazing. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Now they had this other cool looking game, but they were like, nah, 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 yeah. nah, nah, nah. I mean, maybe it is that it wouldn't make it out in time for the movie, and they figured that marketing it after that would be pointless. It's also not. I mean, it's not tied to the movie, but that's yeah. It's a huge remember uh, Batman: Arkham Asylum? Yeah. That yeah. was not tied yeah. to the Dark Knight, yeah. and it was fantastic. So. Um. All right. What's the matter? I'm just wondering if you have something else to read to the listeners. Yeah, I do. Listeners, listen up. H M X J four. Let's check in with the listeners. This is Matthew. He says, I'm years late to the music game scene, but I'm going to be throwing my first rock band party next week. I know you guys are seasoned veterans at this, and I would appreciate any tips you could give to make it a great time. For example, are there rules of etiquette that govern playtime, song choice, or instrument choice? Uh, you're overthinking this, man. <laughs> uh, let the hot girl choose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Whatever the girls want to sing is, is what you want to play. Exactly. Much, yeah. Uh, Greg, how do you think this guy's uh, name is pronounced? Oh, that's easy one. This is Fasel Olwat. <laughs> <laughs> it has kind of a sing-songy uh, sound to it. Hello, uh, He wants to know about uh, applying for uh, jobs here at IGN. He said, uh, 
I thought I'd write in and ask if IGN really requires you to have a Facebook, Twitter, or a blog to apply to the editorial staff. I read Hillary's article and couldn't quite tell if he was serious, kidding, or a little of both. Really appreciate an answer. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that, I mean, that sort of thing is uh, important in today's yeah. media. What did he show you? I didn't understand. Read it. Oh, it, on Hillary's, when he was, uh, Hillary put up uh, uh, a job. Posting. Tell me more. I don't read IGN. This week. Uh, just saying, oh, I didn't see it on Gaff. I'm sorry. <laughs> right, I exactly. <laughs> One of the many qualities it wasn't we're on Kotaku. I don't know about it. <laughs> One of the many qualities we're looking for is uh, you know uh, comfort using uh, social networks. Oh, okay. yeah. That's sort of thing. Because yeah. we use that stuff all the time to you know, promote IGN to reach out to the community. So that's just to get people to see you play. Um, yeah. At uh, where were you yesterday? Rocket Room. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so all that stuff is uh, really important to use. Uh, today so I mean, the advice i give anybody who asks me how to get into the industry right is to write as much as you can and yeah, obviously these things you know twitter is only so many characters but mm-hmm. i mean get there's some a yeah. science to getting good at that and being oh, sure. able to be interesting and being able to be blogged and developing yeah. people skills is a good idea too yeah when it's are you going to do that arthur <laughs> <laughs> well, i'm not the living boy it's, it's, awesome. people skills. it's just that i don't like you <laughs> you love me you know <laughs> it's it. true uh this is chris from oak park illinois oh my goodness yeah. i know where that is <laughs> He probably goes to Pratillo's once in a while. He says, I'm an avid PC gamer. Recently, I I've, recently I've started to notice something. This involved the purchase of Dead Rising 2 for PC. I realized that almost all of my recent game purchases were over the internet, via Steam or Direct to Drive, and I no longer had a hard copy PC game. So I decided to purchase Dead Rising 2 on DVD just for the heck of it. When I went to my local GameStop, I noticed something. The PC section was one small-ass shelf with random titles spanning the last 10 years. I went to one of the employees to ask if they had the game on PC, and he gave me a look like I just asked him the world's dumbest question. So this is what I realized, since retail stores seem to care less about PC games. Do you think PC gaming will be the first to go all digital download? Absolutely. And if so, do you think it would be a good or bad thing? Uh, it's been that way for at least a year, too. Uh, retail PC and digital download are even now, according to NPD. I just noticed PC games retail presence is really getting yeah. small. Even at like Best Buy, like their PC game right. section. You got Steam, like, you got Direct to Drive, you got lots of ways of getting one of those games. And like if you've got a PC, that's connected. Direct Plus, drive? to me, let's, let's direct to drive. You, shut your, <laughs> you shut your mouth. Be I'm a trying company to, man. Trying to help this company, and you just go, "What's that?" Hey, you know what I just redeemed upstairs? A Steam code. I know. What do you want me to do about it? Hold <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I, I'd rather download all my games. I don't. I don't need more stuff. It does take a lot longer. I mean, like you know, the games are getting huge. You know, ten gigabytes and they take up a lot of space. But then, yeah. if you have the DVD, or it's or, or even a Blu-ray, it's going to install on your hard drive. It's going to take up as much space as if you downloaded it anyway. So it's like there's no reason to have the disc. Yeah. I, I think that it's going to be a while before we go digital only just because we're in a weird point with broadband in this country. Uh, and yeah. certain companies are experimenting with bandwidth caps, which people in Europe and Australia can certainly attest to yep. and how difficult that makes digital downloads. Mm-hmm. Um, digital downloads is such... Call them DDs. The, 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 yeah, DDs. The double D. Um, <laughs> Uh, what I other mean, kind of downloads are there? are there analog downloads? Exactly, yeah. this is what I'm saying. It sounds idiotic. Uh, I'm an idiot, is what I'm saying. It's redundant. Uh, so all you people commenting on my Medal of Honor review were right. You were right. I'm an idiot. Uh, it's just it's it it's an easy way to eat up your bandwidth cap. Yeah, that's true. Uh, this is Nathan. He says, I'm wondering why I haven't heard you guys discuss the Xbox integration with Windows Phone 7. What are your thoughts? Do you plan on covering the games for it once it releases this fall? 
For my part, I have not paid any attention to Windows Phone 7. Yeah, we all yeah. have iPhones. Yeah. <laughs> and that rocks. Yeah, I saw the, the ad campaign or the way they're di- directing the, you know, the new interface and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, basically gets you in and out so you're not on your phone all the time. And it's like, I don't think that any operating system is going to help you in not looking yeah. at your phone. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's pretty cool. But then again, like running Windows on a phone sounds so... <laughs> It's Archaic. not, except it's not actually Windows. It's so actually. So they should name it something else. They, well, they call it Windows Phone Seven. <laughs> they need that recognition, but they also want it to look cool. Have you seen it? I saw it. Yeah, it's, it's very, not really Windows. It's very slick. But it's I've, more like Zune. It's yeah. like, it's the Zune phone, but no one bought Zune, so well, they my, have to call it something my, else. But the people who did seemed to really like Zune. Yes, Hillary loves Zune. I had a, I, like a long time ago. I had a phone that was running uh, Windows Mobile, I'm very and it was sorry. just so bloated and awful. <laughs> But I'm sure that they fixed that. I'm sure, I'm sure that they fixed that. I'm sure that. they fixed it. Well, yeah, because they're basically approaching it like Apple did. Yeah. Which helps. Yeah. Uh, Levi, who covers our handheld yeah. uh, phone stuff. And who definitely needs more, more to do. Right, exactly. All um, he does is play Angry Birds. He's like, they, today's bird of the day is the blue one. <laughs> the smartest thing they could have done uh, with Windows Phone. 100 Angry Birds. <laughs> They did, which is they're offering a Mac client for it. Mm. So people with Apple computers can use them, which means they can also use Zune soon. So There you go. This is uh, Joey Hurtado. Good name, good name. Sounds like food. He has a few questions. He says, I wanted to ask, who is the funniest? I just, that's it? In the world? Well, it has to be Greg, right? Yeah. No. He's, he's talking about among everyone IGN. Oh. oh I will give the no. crown to Greg. Who is the smartest? Eric Brodvig. Yeah, that's a good yeah, pick. Brodvig is good, yeah. Eric or Per Schneider, I'd say. Yeah. Oh, oh Per Schneider, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Eric is a rocket scientist. Yeah, he knows, he's like, not a rocket he knows, scientist. He knows five languages. You know, he's crazy. Uh, yeah. Nate, don't forget Nate. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who spent the most time kissing their pecs and biceps. Oh, <laughs> him and that, that shake is... weight. Nate knows 11, by the way. He is a very smart man, but obviously not Per Schneider smart. Yeah. <laughs> Me and him are the dumb kids. We got it. Who is the weirdest? I would say Greg Miller. Jim Riley. Of course. Oh, there I mean, go. Greg Miller. Greg Miller's pretty weird. No, he's not. Yeah. It's I, Jim Riley. I am yeah. weird in the most mundane senses. Sure. I think he's intentionally think weird, whereas Jim Riley's F just you, weirdness. Dude. F you. What? what? I'm weird. intentionally weird. Yeah. How, hey, wh- you know what will be wacky today? <laughs> oh, I'm going to use this as a phone. <laughs> <laughs> Greg is uh, holding his shoe up Sorry. Good radio. Good radio. What if I wore a shirt with a toe band on the back? What does Greg do that's weird? Just, just in general. Well, stuff no, you, you cannot give a specific example. No, he then he's not, not weird. Spot, not he does have a bizarre Superman. Fixation. Give me, give me a week. I'll have a script of things. Next week, you'll have some examples of how Greg is weird. And finally, who is the shyest? Is there anybody that's Ryan Scott is super, super quiet and hard yeah. to Charles get to talk to? Charles, Charles is Charles, very shy. Charles he won't say yet. penis still. Yeah, he won't say what? Yeah, yeah. Charles will not say penis. We've tried many times in the show to get him to say it. Oh, I'm, shown, show. Okay. I'm always like, Charles, what's well, this? you won't say it outside the show either. I mean, outside <laughs> the show, he's just penis all the time. Uh, <laughs> penis on yet, they call him. <laughs> they do call him that. That's true. This is Ben from Utah. He says, I'm a new listener. Love what you guys do. The only problem I have is this one inside joke, the Floridora. Uh, really? Uh, ben is asking for help. Fine, ben, like, go. Jeez. Right. I have no idea what Not you're everyone about. listens to every single podcast. It's an easy... There's a thing called Google now. But anyways, <laughs> continue to go. Uh, if you could please tell me what episode you started, or just give me a brief retelling of 
uh, that would be greatly appreciated. Brief. Though, Damon, beware. If you ask Greg to tell it, he will inevitably take his dear sweet time, I'm sure. <laughs> it's true. Someone else should go because I do get Craig, long-winded. No, I'm, I'm not going to explain it because oh, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't follow I've told it many times. I'll yeah. try to be as fast as possible. Yes. One time on GameScoop, we were talking about the Sega Saturn, yep. and I said that it had a RAM cartridge you put yep. in the back to make it run I better. This. Craig said it did not. Or there was dispute over what Craig was, was thinking of. It was in the U.S. <laughs> sure. That's what it was. Okay. And so I'm like, it did come out. You said it didn't. I said I remember owning it. You said it didn't. Then the sh- we went on for like two more minutes about other stuff. And then somehow it came back to that, and Craig mentioned that he had one. And I'm like, well, it was sold in the U.S. And Craig started trying to justify his point, but I started celebrating that I had won. <laughs> and I was screaming at him, and I was on one of my rants, and I got so into the joke that I couldn't put the words together anymore. So I tried to say – I got to a point in the story I was telling Phyllis where Diller. Craig was an old man in a wheelchair, <laughs> and I knocked him out like Phyllis Diller is what I wanted to say. But it came out, I know Floridora! <laughs> and it, I didn't even say Floridora if you listen to the original thing. But then Geddes started saying Floridora and it rolled from there. Yeah. Then eventually we found out that Floridora was a cocktail. Well, but first it caught on as just an exclamation right. to assert oh, dominance. And now, now it's in the Urban Dictionary. Yeah. And, but then we found out it's a classic cocktail yeah. called the Floridora, which we made on the show. and Episode discovered 100. It was made. delicious. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, the about.com or the ask.com ref- uh, recipe is now packed with GameScoop comments from people who found it to make it themselves there's a great cocktail place in san francisco called rick house uh they knew how to make a floridora when i asked them about it and we went in there we've ordered it so many times the floridora is now on the menu at rick house nice it's fantastic i take full credit it's also <laughs> it's also like a code word now when it's people order it at, we've had many people write yeah, in they'll where they, they'll be at a frat party and they'll order it and somebody <clears> will say scoop like yeah, they get it exactly so there you go uh Ben from Utah, make yourself a Floridora and uh, see what well, all he lives the, in Utah. How about that? You don't think they have a no, the, dry. It's dry. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, this is Pete Thomas. Okay, gentlemen, I'm facing an upcoming gaming issue. Uh-oh. My wife is due to have our second child in about two weeks. Leave her. <laughs> well, this is a good thing. It does cause some issue when it comes to my gaming. My wife and I will both be home together with the baby and our three-year-old for three months. She's taking maternity leave. I am currently an unemployed high school teacher. After our last kid, she was a bit of an emotional wreck and disapproved to the majority of the games I tried to play. In short, I need some family-friendly, non-violent games that are enjoyable to play. Can you recommend any family-friendly, non-offensive, quieter-the-better games for PS3 or 360 to get me through the next few months? Fallout 3. (laughs) (laughs) Toy Story 3, that was a good game, and you could play that, and that'd be entertaining for the three-year-old watch. Buzz. Limbo is quiet. Buzz is not quiet. But it's, it's violent. Yeah, it's very violent. So I, don't, I didn't think that one would count. That, yeah, and Limbo, you're, it's a child yeah, being murdered yeah. yeah. over <laughs> again. Yeah, I don't think his wife would approve no. of that. But Peggle is available on both PSN yeah. and Plants Xbox Live Arcade. Zombies. Plants vs. Zombies is on XBLA. Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs is an easy platinum. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not a bad game. Okay, not a bad game. Okay, uh, both puzzle quests are on there you go. Xbox Live. The first one's on PSN. Those uh, are super fun games that'll last you a long time. Former uh, IGN now Zipper employee Chris Roper, when his daughter was born, mm-hmm. he fell back in love with puzzle quests because you could play it with one hand, so he could hold the baby <laughs> okay. and he could play with the game. Nice. That's a good pantomime of holding a baby yeah. and playing the game. <laughs> It was like, you were squeezing. This is how you hold a baby. It's just a stress reliever. The baby in in his hand, game in the other. You were squeezing with the baby hand. You were playing a fucking guitar. (laughs) I love cursing. And I love Arthur. All right. You're a ray sunshine, Arthur. He's used to... uh, 
I am yeah. using cursing. The, I'm used the to explicit briefings, podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Oh god, this is. Oh, tell us what, go down no, that. Go tell us a story. No, no, no. Wait. no. Uh, this is Joseph Woodhull. <laughs> <laughs> I was sad I wasn't able to make the IGM meet and greet at 21st Amendment, but I did actually recently enjoy a microbrew from 21st Amendment at the Oregon Brewers Festival here in Portland. They had hell or high watermelon on yeah, tap. Yeah, they do, they do sell that, yeah. And I really enjoyed it, but I couldn't help but think I was drinking a girly beer. Would you guys have laughed at me out of the... Would you guys have laughed me out of the bar, or would I have been in good company with you fine gents? It's a good beer. Yeah. You'd be in good company. We're all big, we're all big fans of the hell or high watermelon. Is this known yeah. to be a particularly masculine group? <laughs> the IGN editors yeah, we in our leather jackets while we uh, played Dance Dance Revolution. That actually sounds kind of kind of leather daddy. <laughs> at least twenty first event sells it in can. When you order it at the the bar, when they have it on draft, they'll put a big old slice of watermelon awesome, in it. Man. That starts to look a little yeah, girly, exactly. Yeah. But so it tastes least, so good. Yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, dip your watermelon in the beer and you eat it, and yeah, it's good. Uh, no judgment here, Joseph Woodall. Finally, we've come to our final email and the reveal of the image here. This yeah. is from Paul Canavan. Canavan sure. says uh, he has uh, created a painting here for us. Wow. That uh, yeah, it uh, was inspired by the themes that we talk about on uh, the podcast quite a bit. The the one weird thing here is that this conflict that is happening in this photo is uh, a debate that goes on between Geddes and I. But it appears to me, me and Greg, I think, maybe? As you know, no one likes Geddes. Oh, yes, this is excellent. It's, wow, sh- it's a shark versus an octopus. Yeah. I feel like... He, Damon, I feel like, wow, yeah, yeah, he's gotten, he got me really well. Damon on the, on the is shark. riding the shark with his sunglasses on. Yeah. yeah, so it's a shark versus octopus painting. I'm riding the shark. I've, I've got what do you call is that? Reins? Yeah, yeah, I've got yeah. reins on the shark. It's like a reindeer. Uh, it's or chomping something. at a bit. Chomping at a bit. Yes. Yeah. And then the other person riding the octopus could be Greg or Geddes. Oh, it's Greg. That, Geddes is way yeah. too skinny. That, that's a Greg Miller. Right it, there. That shark looks like Santa would oh, strap into a sleigh to pull it. So Greg is 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 taking taking over the octopus. So, are you uh, the fan of the octopus? Are you on I Team Octopus? I'm not. I don't. I can. I, it's one of those. It's one of those things. This is why we don't play him on paper. This fight you can go a million sparkle. ways. No, the shark's hey. gonna win this fight. Look at yeah. that. Come well, the, on. In this one? Yeah. Well, yeah. This I don't one, know. You can in this caught. one, the octopus don't has try the, it, Anakin. I have the upper hand. Higher ground. <laughs> I have the higher ground. <laughs> Yeah, in this one, the octopus doesn't look into it. He's got, like, the Pertillo eye of, like, terror. Something's coming at him. Uh, this is very nicely done, Paul. We'll put it on the, yeah. we'll put it on yeah, the wall. Yeah, we're going to put it up. I'll do yeah, it right totally. now. Next totally. time, send a more expressive octopus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we know uh, which side Paul uh, roots for. Uh, that's all the scoops we have for you this week. Make sh- remember to tune into uh, our Extra Life Marathon all day, Saturday, October 16th. Did you finish Harvest all the codes? Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Here are, the la- here are the five remaining characters of the Super Meat Boy code. CPV2Z. And make sure you email us when you activate that code so we know that it's been taken. Yeah, and let, let us know that, uh, that you are the winner, and congratulations. Please do enjoy. Welcome back to 8-Bit Radio. Now is the time when we enjoy the lo-fi sounds of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Today we're listening to Platoon, the NES game based on Oliver Stone's 1986 film. Great movie, not a great game. The soundtrack, though, is really outstanding. We'll start with the title screen tune. A simple bass line repeats over and over, but what is impressive are the many melodies that keep appearing over the top. One after the other, the composer keeps coming up with variations, and they're all really catchy. This always gets stuck in my head, so I will start with the title screen track and then go into one of the level songs. Please to enjoy Platoon on NES.
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.